We discuss mid-roll revenue available on Spreaker now, and we got some of your comments to discuss on this mid-roll topic in the show today. Get ahead of the podcast game with Spreaker's new episode scheduling features, and we're going to give you a Spotify update. Uh, this delay in getting into Spotify continues, but will open up soon. Well, welcome to the Spreaker Live Show. This is episode 154 for May 9th, 2018. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Spreaker Live Show. We always appreciate having you with us on this audio journey. And my name is Rob Greenlee, and I'm the head of partnerships at VoxNest, Spreaker, and Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for downloading us and just clicking play wherever you happen to be. If you're walking the dog or at the gym or in the car, we just appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. I'm also joined by my co-host, Alex Exum, who's the host of the Exum Experience podcast on Spreaker. Alex, welcome back to the show. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Well, welcome back to you. You're the one who's globetrotting. And you I'm continue a globetrotter, to, yes. You continue to do so. So welcome back to you. And uh, yeah, glad to be here. I'm glad we have uh, our listeners here, our friends. I like to say friends. I said that on yeah, my other show. Oh, I agree with that. I, I think, you know, and I, I hear from... Uh, listeners to the show, when I go out to these conferences too, people come up and say, you know, I, I listen to the Speaker Live show or I listen to the New Media show or whatever, and it's great to meet you. And I, I, I really encourage that. I want everybody to, if they happen to know that I'm going to be in an event and if they're at an event, uh, come up and say hi. I'm, I'm, I, I'm certainly not too scary. I know I'm a big guy, but I'm not that scary. I don't have like fangs or claws or something so come on up and- no you're very <laughs> approachable you're like one of the nicest guys at any of these podcasting events and yes. you're not hard to find so no, you're like no, a billboard true. just 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 look up right yeah, yeah. um yeah i'm only uh, six foot eight i played many years of basketball so i i put it to good use but i don't really need it any, anymore to be that tall but uh i guess it comes in handy alex to be found in a crowd so well, you know, still. <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to another podcaster who was at podcast movement the other day over the weekend and uh, they were saying how we didn't meet and, you know, no, I didn't. You know, he basically said, yeah, I didn't see you, but I saw Rob and I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> you're not going to miss Rob. Um, but, yeah, I'm a little bit more uh, inconspicuous because I don't uh, stand out like a totem pole. So, there no, you go. no. Well, that's that's true, but that's that's okay. I mean, it's easier for you to find clothes and shoes because for me, it's a it's definitely a challenge. <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet. So, I also wanted to mention that we stream the show live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern from SpreakerLiveShow.com. And so, if you're listening to this on an on-demand playback, uh, just know you can come and check us out live on on Wednesday if you happen to have a, a free hour um, in your Wednesday that you can check it out. I mean, if you get the Spreaker Live Show app on your mobile phone on Android or iOS. You can actually listen to the live show right in that app. So it's it's uh, something that's convenient and easy and mobile and can uh, hopefully reach into more people's lives as they travel through the the journey that we all um, spend in this uh, this short life, Alex. I mean, I think it's it's great to be able to get access to this content in all the ways that we can now. It hasn't always been that easy in the past. Uh, you, know, you can also get the show uh, on Amazon Echo Smart Speakers, uh, as Speaker has a skill there. So you just kind of, if you go to the speakerliveshow.com website, it actually shows you or explains to you what you need to say to your Alexa friend 
um, to get access to the show. So we actually have that phraseology right there on the front page. So uh, it could help help somebody that maybe is a little confused about how to pull up a podcast in their smart speaker that seems to be growing so fast now, Alex. You know, you said something, Rob. I'm going back to you saying how life is short. And I just came up with a T-shirt. Life is too short not to podcast. And I wrote that down. Don't anybody quote that. That's mine. I wrote it down. Trademark. So everybody's going to steal it now, Alex. <laughs> like, you let well, the cat out of the bag. Sorry. I'm terrible at that. I always, I always reveal my secret plans on air. Life is too short not to podcast. I want that on a T-shirt. Okay. That's, that's actually a pretty good one. I like that one, too. You inspired it. I, well, I, it, it just happened accidentally. There, there was no intent behind it. <laughs> okay, good, because I copyrighted it. <laughs> That's right. It's yours now. You can own it. Yes. So I just got back from two conferences that I went to. It was like, uh, you know, to a certain extent, kind of trotting around to two different cities. I went down to L.A. for a day and a half, and then I flew from L.A. up to Edmonton, Canada, of all places, which is like uh, three hours drive north of Calgary, which is uh, up in kind of like the middle part of central Canada. So it's kind of like an interesting place to be. I uh, had never been up there before, but uh, I kind of keynoted that event as they launched. It wasn't a, a big podcasting event. It was about 100 people or so at a public radio station venue there in, uh, in that Canadian city of about, uh, well, I, th- I think I heard it was around uh, three-quarters of a million people live up there. Whoa! So it's That's a, not it's, bad. Okay. It's a, it's a pretty good size area, population-wise, anyway. Um, it's a gorgeous city. I mean, it's, I mean, the same with Calgary. It's, it's amazing up there. If you haven't ever made a trip up there, um, there's a lot of natural stuff, but I guess the, the winters up there get pretty, uh, pretty severe, I guess. <laughs> like it's not uncommon to be like 40 below zero up there or something like not that. Not interested. Yeah. <laughs> but it was warm and like in the seventies when I was up there here, here this past weekend. So, so it was, it was great. And then I you know, at the Worldwide Radio Summit down in L.A., I was on a podcasting, well, pseudo-podcasting panel. The actual moderator didn't really feel like it was a podcasting panel, but the whole session we talked about podcasting, though. So it was... <laughs> it, How was the event overall? Uh, it was good. It was a, It's a very traditional radio kind of conference. Uh, a lot of the same people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's, <laughs> and it's very much focused on music too. So, oh, okay. The whole podcast part was kind of like a a bolt on to what, what is really really considered to be kind of a kind of a music radio conference. Really, when it comes right down to it, I mean, if you think about the the kind of after hours event uh, was done in upstairs of the Hollywood W Hotel. And in the backdrop of, of people that were up on stage performing and stuff was the Capitol Records, you know, the round Capitol Records building in, sure. in L.A. was like right mm-hmm. out the window right there. It's nice. That's kind of like, – did you, you, should, yeah. you get a picture of that? That's No, nice I, I didn't actually take a picture of it, but I thought it was really ironic that they, they held this music radio thing right with the backdrop of that Capitol Records building that's been that's pretty featured in so many movies. Uh, oh, yeah. being, being knocked down by tornadoes and fires and volcanoes and stuff in the movies, <laughs> but uh, iconic here in LA. If people don't know it, it's like yeah, it is. I you know, and I believe Capitol Records is still in that building too. You know, anyway, there's there's stories to that, I guess. But I'm not really a music guy, but I I know some of those music stories. But 
Anyway, um, so those are great events. I think Pod Summit at podsummit.com. Next year, I'm, I'm hearing rumors that it's going to be a bigger event next year. They're going to try and make it a, a national Canadian conference instead of just a Western Canada conference. So they're going to try and appeal to both coasts and get, get people coming from both ends of the, of the country of Canada to attend. So maybe it'll be a bigger event next year. I think it's a great name, Pod Summit. I mean, podsummit.com, that's, that's a fantastic name. Yeah. So, I think it's got all all the makings of a of a pretty good sized conference for Canada. So I'm excited about it. So, and then uh, next I'm traveling to Lisbon, Portugal, to give a two day podcasting workshop to journalists at a conference called the Gen Summit at gensummit.org. That's going to be May 27th through June 3rd. So I'm going to be out of the pocket again, Alex, during that time frame. Coming up at the, at the end of this month, it's coming up really okay. fast. Yeah, and then I, you also may have noticed that um, there's been a, a couple of episodes uh, put in the Speaker Live Show feed uh, of uh, of my other show that I do, the New Media Show at newmediashow.com, and that may have been a surprise to some that are subscribing to this this series that they're getting that episode dropped into their their podcatchers, but. Um, occasionally Todd Cochran and I, he's the CEO of, uh, raw voice blueberry, uh, with the power press plugin. Uh, he and I have been doing that new media show for like six, seven years now. Um, so, well, prior to the new media show name, it, it was called the, the Saturday morning tech show is what we used to call it for many years. And I think we've done maybe four or 500 episodes of that show, but it's a video show. And occasionally when he goes on the road traveling, he can't do his full video production because he doesn't carry his TriCaster around in his back pocket. Uh, so we he just calls in via USB mic, probably an ATR2100 or something like that, and we just do the show live in the Spreaker Live Show um, account. And that's why it's in there. So if you're surprised when you get, get an episode of the new media show, just know that <clears throat> we're still talking about podcasting, and it's a similar topic. It's just a little different program. So... Don't be surprised at that. But that new media show usually airs Saturday mornings uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time at uh, at um, newmediashow.com forward slash live. If you want to tune into that, which we're going to be doing again this Saturday. So anyway. That's... So you're going to go back to the video on Saturday? Yeah. Because that's exactly. how I normally watched it. Yeah, exactly. It'll, okay. it'll be on Live on Facebook and live on uh, YouTube at the at the same time. Plus, it's an audio and video podcast. Oh, so, so they haven't banned you from YouTube? That's nice. <laughs> yeah, because we're not talking about controversial subjects t- too often, anyway. Occasionally, we we go off the deep end, but um, but it's usually not from me. That's usually done from Todd, of course. <laughs> he can be a feisty one. Yes, he can be. So. Go check that out if you want to get a, a little deeper into the podcasting space. Um, that's that's what we do on that show. But anyway, Alex, I, I know I've burned up a lot of time just talking about uh, extra stuff. We haven't really gotten into the meat of this episode yet, which... Detente. No cruces esa puerta. ¿Cuándo decidiste que te gustaba desayunar sándwiches genéricos en bolsa de plástico apilados en un refri? ¿Sabes lo que a ti te gusta? El desayuno recién hecho. Sí. Y también te gusta el pollo crujiente. Combínalos y ¡pum! Te presentamos los sándwiches McChicken Biscuit y Chicken McGriddles de McDonald's. Tu nuevo amor mañanero. Pasa por unos hoy a la vuelta de la esquina y cambia tu vida a la hora del desayuno. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado. ¡Levántate! ¡Hay desayuno! 
little housekeeping. Got to do the housekeeping. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to talk a bit about mid-rolls again. I know we've been mentioning them off and on in the episodes here more recently because it's a, it's a hot thing with Spreaker right now. And, and we're adding that, you know, along with the whole Dynamo product, which we've talked about quite a bit as well, which is similar. Um, the company is jumping in with both feet uh, into dynamic ad insertion, trying to help every podcast be able to make some money from their show. That's that's the bigger goal here. And, you know, a lot of there's still some rough edges around this whole thing, and we're still trying to optimize it and make it uh, the best experience possible for listeners as well as um, the podcasters themselves, hopefully drive some, some income to, uh, to these folks. I know a lot of people are missing some income from YouTube. Um, I, I can't think of anybody specific on that right now. Neither can I, but no, nor can I, but, nor can I. But, but anyway, um, so what we're doing, you know, is the whole mid roll part is, you know, what a lot of people have been asking for on, on Spreaker and Alex, I mean, how important is mid roll and how, how you look at advertising in your show? It's a big deal. Everybody's looking forward to this, I think. Now, I, I know that the next thing, because I've talked to some other people about this, and they've said, it sounds great. I love the idea. And we, we, we need more comments about some of this stuff, because some people will say it to me directly in a tweet or wherever, and they should just put a show in the com- uh, a note in the comments, but or an audio comment. That'd be nice. But anyway, they're worried about their numbers anyway, so it, it, it's great that this is going to be in there. Um, but if they're not getting a ton of downloads, I think they're concerned that it's not going to generate much cash type thing. That's yeah, the only that's feedback true. I've got. And, and, and look, that's just that's just going to happen on any platform, anywhere you go. Anytime anyone wants to place an ad, the first thing they're going to ask you, as we all know, what are your numbers? I mean, yeah. you can't well, get you away from it. Well, and we don't even ask for that here. So that's the other thing. <laughs> no, that's great. Too. No, there's no you threshold. Know. No, that's that's good. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But yeah. I mean, if you're looking for sponsorship and things like yeah. that, uh, this would be a much better option for you as you're building your show to at least have it start um, yeah. trickling in. And hey, Rob, I always think this, and I don't know how other podcasters think – but I think it sounds professional and it sounds like you're already going places if you had an ad, have an ad mid-roll through the show, right? People go, oh, they're yeah. getting sponsorship. So, uh, you know, I, I think it makes you even look a little better, which might in turn get you better numbers, which in turn might – you know what I mean? It's kind of the symbiotic yeah. thing. Well, anyway. It is. I mean it, it's really being kind of – I mean th- this is how I think about it. I mean I think um, getting started with this, I think you need to start out slow. Um and I think adding, you know, just going in and adding a bunch of ad insertion points, which is great for the company, but um, also what you need to do is you need to think about your audience too. So maybe maybe a great place to start is just go in and set one mid-roll ad insertion somewhere in your episode just as a place to get started with. I mean, you may ultimately want to have a post-roll at some point or a pre-roll, but I would just be careful with that. I would I would just start out slowly – um, set, you know, like one mid-roll insertion in each of your, your, um, archive episodes and just kind of let it flow and see how it works and see how your audience reacts to it and get their feedback on it. And maybe you can play around with the locations of where these insertions happen. And maybe you can kind of think about the format of your show and that that can better accommodate it and not be disruptive to the content flow. And that's something that I need to do with this show too. I need to be able to and use this show as an example and I, I just haven't done it yet because i've been traveling so much so um 
but I'm going to set it up where there's some point in this program where I'm going to set insertion points and I'm only going to put in like one insertion uh, that'll be somewhere in the middle of the program, probably towards the early part of the show, um, not so much late into the show. Um, so it, it, as an example of how to kind of get started with this and, and, and hopefully, you know, as your sh- audience grows and as your show grows, you're going to make more revenue. So that's, that's the key, I think, to get going with this. I, I don't think you, you really need to jump in with, like with both feet with this. I just think you need to walk before you run. Um, and it's really easy to do you just go in to your CMS system area, um, and go to the ads options area. There's kind of two areas you need to go into the ad options and then the monetization area. You need to set up your account so you can get paid, right? So you need to put in your banking information and all that stuff in the, in the monetization area. But, um, but go into the ads options and then set, you know, what ads you want. If you just want mid-rolls, then just check those boxes and then go in and select uh, what's the maximum ad duration that you want. Is it 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds? Now, just just know that if you set it to kind of like um, unlimited, the, you're going to probably get more campaigns in your program, uh, which means that you could make more revenue. Uh, but if you're concerned about your audience and you want to have, you know, transition them a little easier, maybe you start out with 15s uh, and then just start that. And then maybe you add a couple of 15s or you change it to a 30 at some point. Um, you can play around with this, find what, what works for you and your show. And I think that's the key because we want to create win-win relationships here with this product. And, you know, you don't want to upset your audience and start losing listeners and things like that by overloading them with too much. So I think that's, that's, that's my caution, um, on this. Alex, is there any thoughts on that? You know, yourself, I mean, what kind of ad load are you thinking about? Well, I, if one thing I, I just curious, are they going to have eventually, cause I know it's not available now that the mid roll will be an embedded players, um, yeah, that's, and on the speaker, yeah, okay, that's going to be coming. It's it's not currently available. So when you go in and you go through that process to to sign up and and assign insertion points, there's going to be like a little warning warning message that comes up and says mid mid rolls are only available on downloads mm-hmm. and distribution platforms using your RSS feed. So that's exactly and, what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, right. exactly. They are. Uh, the insertions are not yet available on the speaker website or on the embedded web players. So um, that that's just more of a technical integration issue that hasn't happened yet. So the developers haven't got to that yet. Um, that kind of kind of requires a different kind of process um, because we play the content off of the embeddable players and the 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 website using kind of a little different protocol. Uh, it's more of a streaming protocol. Um, so it, it kind of requires us to create a separate kind of way to inject, um, the ads into that stream of content. So, uh, it's different than the download part. So it's more of a technical distinction. I know from a listener and a content creator perspective, it doesn't seem like it's any different, but from the back end perspective, it is so, and that's why it's kind of like it's coming next. It's is prob- probably the simplest way because we, we want to have that in there too because that is 
that is a scalable um, application to getting as many ads delivered into the platform as possible too. So we have all the motivation to get that built out as well. So we can, we can have more ads delivered to the platform. So, um, so I, I wouldn't be concerned about that at this point. Um, it's coming and I will let you know on the show when that's available. And I'm sure that it'll be in the Spreaker blog too, just at blog.spreaker.com when that, when that happens and we'll get the word out about it. Um, but, but after you've selected your kind of maximum ad duration points, what I would do is I would go in and to each of your episodes and select, uh, what's called a cue point or an insertion point in the waveform of your show. So what it'll do is it'll pull up your episode. It'll pull up the waveform and you have some, some ability to, to play the content right on that page and be able to find that right location to set that cue point or insertion point. And uh, you can create a, a dual insertion, which would be two spots, or you can just create one and you can have um, multiple ones if you want. But I'm just saying, let's get started um, slow. Let's get started easy. Just set one in each of your episodes across all your archives and uh, just as a place to get started and start just playing around with it, becoming more of an expert at how it works, get feedback from your audience, um, get people converting on it uh and and let's see where it goes i mean it's this is an experiment for us too i mean there really isn't too many other companies in the podcasting space that are experimenting with this at the scale that we're trying to experiment with this and making this technology available to every podcaster is um is something that not not every platform does rob one quick question yeah you have the ability when you scroll through the wave file to select the ad point and then it says oh god i just had it up and i'm sorry it was either insert one or two right correct Did you, okay so what is that doing that's double the ads yes that basically sets that cue point to play two ads potentially in your program that's if and there's two separate campaigns operating at the same time that are connected with your account and I know I'm probably beating a dead horse. I've probably asked you this five, six times, but you have to go in your archives and do this for previous shows that have already been uploaded, right? Correct. Now, now we do have it in our development roadmap here coming up probably in the next few weeks um, t- to enable it to be done globally across your whole account. So each, So you could set specific insertion points that would be default across all of your episodes. That's something that we're, we're, we're going to develop and roll out here in the next major development cycle as well. So, uh, Wait, Hold on. Can you yeah, currently do that n- now with only new episodes uploaded, or do you still have to go in and do it manually after you upload the show? Yeah, you have to go in manually. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I thought I missed something. So, okay. So when, when – um, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but when this is all as you would like it, Right. Rob gets his dream list of things for the ad insertion. Spreaker will then have it where I upload the show. I yep. say 10 minutes into the show. Actually, it'll be seven minutes. Don't ask me where I came up with that number. That's the ideal time. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask. Fine. 10, 10 okay. minutes is probably perfect. So 10 minutes, seven minutes. OK. Yeah. <clears throat> so at the 10 minutes, seven minute, whatever, Mark, we say I want a ad to run. Therefore, boom, that will be the default. So at now when I'm recording my shows, I can have a little show clock here. And know at about seven minutes or 10 minutes, whatever, 
then I need to give a little break or not even prep for it. Just make sure that I'm not talking right into it and confusing people and say, you know, a word from our sponsor. That could be it. And then all of a sudden, boom, the insert ad goes. Now, we've already talked. Possibly you might, you know, we don't know what the ads will be, that type of thing. But you could potentially make it so there's a three or four second pause to, so it's not jarring. You know what I mean? You're not mid-sentence. Yeah. And OK. So that's ideal because then it's just <clears throat> set and go. Right. And and once everything is, you know, I figure out where I want the ad to go. And now that you can have two or whatever, you could pepper them through. Right. Now we, we now know. And it could be one or two. That is like. It's a huge deal. I mean, is any I don't know anyone else doing this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's can, it's can you do this on other services? Some... I, I, I could never do this on AdSense. Well, wait, could I? Yeah, they had a so. similar they had a kind of similar feature, but I don't know if it would I don't it wasn't the default. Like, that's what I want is the default option, because then you can prep for it in the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, well, that's, I know it's that's where thing. where we have to do some education, too, on on how might be a, a good way to do that. Right. Um, to be able to set a fixed insertion point in your show every time you produce the show every week. Right. So. That mm-hmm. assertion point would happen because it's default in the software. So you have to produce your show and be precise about it. So, I mean, as you're like, I'm using the speaker studio for desktop software. If, if you know that you have a, you know, an insertion that's coming in at, at 25 minutes or at 21 minutes or something like that, you, you need to know to kind of stop and, you know, keep an right. eye on your time clock. Kind of like what the radio folks have been having to do for many years. When you think about it, the show clock—they they are yeah. on—they are—they live and die by the show clock. I mean, there's no way around Correct. it. Correct. But we're doing something a little different here, right? Yeah. We can be a little bit more loosey goosey. <laughs> we're podcasters. Yeah. So. Well, you would hope that there would be some way that—and I've proposed this to the team—is that if you're using the speaker studio to to produce your show, maybe there's a button in the software that you just click, and that sets that insertion point every time that you produce your show. Oh, that's a great idea. I didn't even want to yeah. suggest that. I said that's yeah. way too far off. Uh, I still want my dump button for live shows so I can get rid of callers. So I didn't even want to suggest seven that. Seven-second delay? Is that what you're yeah. talking about here? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Sometimes I might need it just to save myself. Forget the callers. <laughs> you might still be on YouTube? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm done. It's over. <laughs> Okay. They couldn't have me back if they begged me back. Oh, okay. I get you. I get it. Okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's those are kind of the the topics, and we're trying to walk our way through this stuff and and give you the tools that you need to be able to do this stuff. I mean, a lot of these tools, like you said, Alex, are, are just not that publicly available, especially ones that are kind of for free and. I mean, a lot of this kind of stuff was, I mean, I used to work for Podcast One, you know, working with Adam Carolla and some of these really big shows, you know, Rich Eisen and some of those. And those were the only shows that were utilizing this kind of technology. This was back in like 2014. And uh, I know that they had to pay like 12 cents per thousand insertions um, to get access to this technology. And um, Spreaker. That'll kill your numbers right there. Yeah, Spreaker's offering this as part of your regular plan package. So, I mean, it, it takes server resources to make this stuff happen. It, it doesn't just uh, happen magically. So this is a democratization of dynamic ad insertion, totally. So uh, what we're doing at Spreaker and Dynamo is, is not a common thing out there right now. I mean, there's a few people that are playing with this as well. So 
I know that the national public radio folks are definitely playing around with dynamic insertion, and you can't sometimes tell um, between what they do as a regular host read in their show and what's dynamically inserted host reads in their programs. So they're taking advantage of this software, this capability and this um, back-end um, uh, kind of ad technology that's, that's kind of going to revolutionize and actually hopefully scale podcasting to become a billion dollar industry, you know, and, and we're a long ways off from that. But that's, that's where I think a lot of people in this medium would like to be is, you know, as big as radio. I mean, radio's making, you know, 10, $12 billion in advertising revenue every year. Um, I think uh, on demand and podcasting can get there as well. But some of these evolutions and how we do things uh, need to get worked out. And I think this is, this is the beginning of it, but it's, it's going to be a 10 to 12, 15 year journey here um, for us to be able to surpass what radio is doing as far as on the advertising side. And now granted advertising doesn't create better content. So, I mean, this is not the end all solution for the popularity of podcasting, but it is a solution for helping, you know, podcasters, make some money from all their effort and time that they put into this. And one of the challenges that we face is creating a platform that will boost uh, CPMs or boost the revenue per thousand listeners. Um, Is there some value equation that none of us have thought of yet that can motivate advertisers to pay a little more for getting access to listeners' ears? Um, And that's, that's the challenge that we all have. But Alex, we got a uh, comment from Joe Bunzarelli of the Bunzarelli Show on Spreaker, and he had a, a comment in here uh, say, I may have a solution to a lot of what you guys are talking about as far as mid-roll is concerned. Um, in the ad settings, uh, if I enabled pre-roll, you can also set it for no ads if you really don't want pre-roll. Um, and I, and then when I add a mid-roll to an episode, I select override pre-roll and override mid-roll settings. That way I don't have to address my back catalog until I'm ready. So um, I'm not entirely following what he's saying here. but um, Well, I don't know if that works yeah. because I, if he's doing yeah. that at the show level... Yeah. I, that's not going to affect all of the other shows previously from the way I, I know. Yeah. I uh, said so they'll just have pre-roll until I make the time to change them. And then, uh, and also when I edit a new show, I make sure to edit in an extra little few seconds. Now I think this little suggestion is an interesting one. Uh, he's he's suggesting that when you edit the show, you add in a, a little extra, a few seconds gap in the spot where I'm going to put my mid roll, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like makes sense. When I start uh, a a new thought, so you know, like I've been saying, just basically, if you want to, you just stop talking for a second or two. It's just what we were talking about. That's exactly or, what he's saying. Or yeah. or if you want to do any kind of post production on it, what you can do is just you know, like maybe like clap or something like that, and what that'll do is it'll create a a spike in the waveform and then you can go mm-hmm. in and delete that. Um, but it's, you know, it's like putting a marker in. Um, so that's one option. So there's going to be some of these tricks that we're going to have to help you along with to, to maximize and kind of optimize this for your listeners experience too. Um, 
so so it's 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 something that you know I'm going to dive in and play around with the tools as well. Uh, and finally, he says I I really have a cool trick. Uh, if you have a live read or just want to make an affiliate commercial, which I've talked about um, on many times when I've been on other people's podcasts, as a way to get into advertising. If you want to do host reads, uh, is you can just get an affiliate program and talk about it on your program like a live read. And uh, you can do a hard commercial break, which you could do. You could establish that. That way, if a mid-roll isn't there, right, doesn't get inserted as part of that um, that host read break, then there's still a spot there, right? Um, and then that actually would pass into Spotify. So if you're in Spotify, that host read would pass, but the live read would not, or, or the um, dynamic insertion mid-roll would not pass to mid-roll so that or spreaker this is all confusing and then and that would mean that you could monetize potentially your spotify uh, distribution as well as your spreaker distribution so to have that live read in there as well and then if you're on spreaker then the the dynamic ad would actually play in that same break as well so i think that's what he's saying so does that make sense alex did i explain that where it makes sense I got a little lost there <laughs> going to the other services, but I will say this because I just realized what he was talking about and I maybe didn't understand his comment that we, you were reading the first one. He's saying at the show level, you can deactivate the, the, the features, right? So that's what he's saying, which makes sense. So it, yeah. it's kind of doing that for the rest of the shows. So that makes sense. I was, I thought we were at the show level. Um, where he was talking about editing the waveforms and things like that. So, no, good comment. I mean, he's obviously put a lot of time into this, just like what we were trying to do, Rob, before you started reading the comments, just kind of like out loud, cathartically trying to go through it as, you know what I mean, as users. Um, and sometimes the users have better tips because they're already playing with it more than even you or I have. You know what I mean? So, anyway, good comments, Joe. Yeah. Th- yeah, thanks, Joe, for the comment. Keep them coming. As you're playing around with it, I mean, I mean, we definitely want to learn from what uh, you are doing out there and, and others, frankly, about how to do this. So, um, you know, how to maximize, maybe play little tricks in here to uh, make it make it work the best that we can. Because we have a complicated distribution ecosystem now with uh, what's happening with um, Spotify and, and how they're not wanting shows that, ha- that, that don't have dynamic insertion, but will take host reads. So it's it's this you know, and I think Joe's really tapping into trying to make that work, and I think that's fantastic, and we'll definitely keep talking about that. But definitely send in an email, and um, if you have any comments or observations that you have about how to maximize this stuff, we're all ears, and we'll talk about it on the show. So, and if you want to send in an audio comment, that would be even <clears throat> be better. I know Alex would cheer for you, and he'd probably clap on the program and give you all sorts of praise if you did that. You'll be my favorite friend for the day. <laughs> That's right. Well, Spreaker has uh, has announced another cool feature um, that's going to, I think, help some live podcasters um, kind of get the word out about their episodes before they uh, actually do their episodes. It's a, it's a new scheduling feature that we've added um, that enables you to schedule in it up to two years in the future um, the publishing and availability of a particular episode. So, and I think this is fantastic news. It's something that people have been asking for for a long time is to be able to create a show in the system 
uh, on a certain date and then be able to get a web player and embed it in your website or to promote it on social or whatever, saying that it, at this time, on this date, we're going to have an episode about this and be able to um, pre-promote what you're doing out there. And, you know, because up to this point, a lot of the, the live stuff is once you go live, then the emails go out and you can post the the web player and that kind of stuff. And it's it's kind of like after it's already started, right? So it's it's a little hard to gather audience. I mean, one thing that would be cool, Alex, and, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, is to be able to have like a little bit of a, like a, you basically initiate the live stream and it plays like maybe some royalty-free music for a minute or two before the actual show starts so you can get people piled on and listening and then when the show starts they can hear it from the beginning instead of starting the show live and then trying to recruit people (laughs) to to listen after you've already started live because probably very few people listen from the very beginning right unless they're just waiting on with bated breath there for that player to turn to live right um and that's hard to know where that is. So I think this is a great feature that will help build audience from the very beginning of your program. And I think that's that's key. Is there any thoughts, Alex? I know you've been playing around with this. Yeah, and they, that was something they were doing. People were utilizing on YouTube Live, and you still you'll see, see people do that. You'll see people chatting about what's coming up in the show or whatever, and then the show will go live. I think it's a great feature. Um, I've used this new scheduling function, and I love it because. You can tweet it out. You can put it on your web page, wherever. And once it's out there, people click on the link, go there, and it has like that little placeholder. This show will start, you know, so-and-so. So I like the idea. Now, I'm just thinking, Rob, I'm just thinking this as you said what you're saying. I don't know how this would work. Like, so in other words, let's say you do a show every like you said you want to schedule it and you're going to go live like speaker live show let, let's say an example like this yeah. yeah could you potentially i'm just wondering upload an audio file like you're saying that is an intro in other words some royalty free music right like the show will begin shortly have that peppered through yeah exactly right so then you just upload that and I mean, you might want to do that, you know, obviously, if the show is coming up within 30 minutes or an hour or hours, maybe not days. But I'm just thinking out loud here. You upload an audio file like that. It's just kind of a loop of that. And then at the time, right at like 3 p.m., you hit the speaker live show button, you go live. So I don't know if that works because will it cut? Oh, no, it won't work. Because yeah, I don't think it'll will, work. Well, because yeah, it'll it add work. to your your full episode. So you, you right. have your full episode that would have that two or three minutes of royalty-free music playing at the beginning. So you'd have to go in and edit that out. My vision here and what I proposed to the team was was having that play like two minutes before you actually uh, start doing Got your show it. live. No, that's great. I love the and idea. Then, and then have that not be recorded, right? I'm just That's trying to get, figure a way around it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, is there some way to kind of hack the system to simulate the same thing? And I think the, the only way to do it would be to start your live stream early and then play play like a little uh, world music, music, music yeah. track in here and then start the episode when you're supposed to start it. And then, But you have to go in and edit the episode and then re, re-upload it again without that audio piece. And so, time it right. The timing yeah. would have to be right, like exact three minutes or whatever. I like yeah. the idea, though. Yeah. And you know what? 
That's that's it. You've got me very curious. I want to see if my numbers. So the next time I do a live broadcast, I'm going to do that ex- entire process. Have a little three minute intro. People might be like, "What the hell's going on?" A little elevator music. <laughs> The only downside is the the only downside is is that episode would get pushed over to a place like iHeartRadio. Well, no, it's not stored over at iHeartRadio anymore. It it may get pushed over to a place like Spotify, and it may have that two, yeah, two or three minutes of royalty free music at the beginning of the episode. So, but I don't know. I think it's just a matter of playing yeah, that yeah. It just depends on how long it takes a, a platform like Spotify or Google Play to actually pick up the episode. Because you may be able to, if you, if you once you've finished your live program and you go in and you download the episode really quickly, and or you just have it. Oh, yeah, you could do that. Top saved your desktop and chop that out. You're right, and and re-upload it, and then pull it into your wave editor like right after the show's over with. Cut that out and then re-upload it again. You might be able to do it fast enough to catch it before it goes into those other platforms. I think you can because I've made mistakes before and I went in and I said, oops, that should not be in the show. I've edited it and then re-uploaded it real quick. And sometimes I didn't catch it right away. Like somebody said something to me, you know, and I went, wait, what? Well, and I think uh, you can do that too fast too because I've – I've done it in the past too, where I've I've downloaded something uh, and then I uploaded it too soon before the the original one had finished fully processing and posting. And it screws it up, yeah. And it screws it up, and you have like a duplicate episode. I did uh, that, yeah. I've yeah. done that. So you have to be you have to be a little patient with it until it fully publishes on Spreaker, and then go in and upload that replacement file. Because you don't want to upload it at the same time that it's uh, still processing the episode before it posts it back to the speaker page. Gotcha. So, right. Yeah. There's a little bit of a. It's like maybe a, maybe a minute or two that's um, while the episode is processing up in the server end of thing. It's probably encoding and saving as an MP3 and then posting to the RSS feed. So, um, but anyway, that's those are some little tricks. But I but I think we're on to something, Alex. I. I agree with you. I think that this is this is something that um, will help us all build better engagement with our audiences for our live programs. So. Yeah, absolutely. It can't hurt. And I, I still want my dump button, so don't forget about that. <laughs> I thought you already had a dump button. It just doesn't work with Spreaker, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're not live. You can't do it live. You need a oh, delay, some sort uh, of delay. True. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, go go check that. I know there's a blog post um, on blog.spreaker.com that uh, talks about this new scheduling feature. So if you want to read more about it, see some screenshots, and maybe uh, read a little bit deeper about it, um, that'd be fantastic. And we'll certainly keep talking about it on the on the show as we start to use it and and see how it works uh, on our end. Maybe we can play around with that you know royalty free music thing too, since I have a the appendipity or whatever I'm trying to remember what it's called um, royalty free music package from Spreaker. So we can certainly um, do that. Well, let's Alex, before we wrap the show up, let's talk about Spotify submissions. I know it's, it's uh, it's something that we need to get through reasonably quickly. It's a short story, but Spotify has an official statement that they kind of want us to give out there. I know that there's a lot of concerned and upset and frustrated Spreaker podcasters that would love to get on Spotify and we would love, I mean, honestly, the, the team is like, how can we do this? You know, how can we pressure Spotify to get our shows into Spotify? So we're all behind you 150% about getting your shows into Spotify. 
Um, Spotify has made this um, statement to all of the podcast hosts. So just realize that um, you're not alone out there. There's a lot of other of the podcast hosts that are facing this dilemma with Spotify right now is a, is basically a, a six week delay in adding new podcasts to the Spotify platform. Uh, we're, I think we're through like week two or three now. So we're only like two or three weeks away from, from uh, having it open up again. Um, but even when it op- opens up again, it's not going to be like everything is going to get added all at the same time. Uh, it's going to still kind of be trickled in there so they can handle it until their submissions APIs are completed and fully scalable. And that's, but the official statement is due to the overwhelming uptake in podcast consumption and podcasters submitting to Spotify, Spotify is going to be making uh, some back-end updates to better serve both groups. There may be some latency in publishing new feeds during this maintenance period lasting approximately four to six weeks. Um, so we are um, hoping that the pipeline for submitting a show again will open up um, sometime in early June, um, but they're not making any guarantees that they're going to hit that deadline. So, um, I'm, I'm hoping to get a representative from Spotify to join us as a guest on the show at some point here. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about the platform, but that'll probably after they've, um, already kind of fixed this delay issue. But, um, but just, just know everybody wants to get you included in, in Spotify and uh, we're gathering, um, the the list of shows that uh, want to be included and that's building up in our database on the back end so that CMS button that you see um, that says Spotify on it that you can click to submit those are being captured and stored until Spotify can take them so just just know that we're we're uh, focused on that and going to make sure that happens well here's the good news Ron. yeah I already got into Spotify I know you did so and that so makes this me show. Feel good. so did this show. So <laughs> and well us I knew I knew about that. We talked about that obviously. Yeah. Uh, the little joke there folks. But listen, no, here's the good news and here's what people need to get Don't out rub of that. it in there at all. Alex. Uh, but no, I'm I'm about to give them some great news. Okay. Right? <laughs> here's uh, according to their official statement, the most because I you know me, I dissect paragraph statements. The most important thing I think in that entire statement is the very first line. Due to overwhelming uptake in podcast consumption. Yeah. That's the important thing I get out of that. You want to get on Spotify. I get it. I, I'm glad I'm there. I'm glad the Speaker Live show's there. But that's good news that, that this is taking off over there yeah. and that they're doing all this maintenance on the back end. The, the, the first line is the best line, in my opinion. But you kind of know where they're going and podcasters are submitting. You know it's kind of the, they're going to say, well, this is why we're doing this. But – that's sheer, that's good news that they're having a ton of traffic over there. That's good news for all podcasters. So when you get on there, hopefully it'll do it'll be good for your numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh, that's yeah. what well, I see I, out of that. Yeah. And really, it's just a matter of having some patience here. And I think that's right. I mean, time is running by quickly on this, and I think things will open up again. It's not going to be like a dam breaking or something like that, and everybody's going to get in like in the the day after they open it up, it's still going to take a, probably a couple of weeks for them to ingest the tens of thousands of shows that are coming in from all of the other hosting platforms like Lipson and Blueberry and SoundCloud and whoever else is submitting shows over there. 
Uh, uh, and don't don't get me wrong. Remember, I submitted to Spotify a long time ago and was rejected. So this isn't, you know, it's yeah. not like this is a long time coming for me. Remember when they opened it up, kind of, and like you had to fill all the yeah, it was it's before been like Spreaker two and a half got involved. They've been yeah. they've been oh, talking yeah. about this. Yeah. Oh, I've been rejected several times. So I mean, for all those others that are like waiting, to, trust me, I get it. You know, but hang in there, right, Rob? We got in eventually. Yeah. So exactly, and um, we did get a. A question from Self Addiction. You know who that is, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. She she wrote. I have a question um, about yeah. the mid roll. So this is this is the last time we'll talk about mid roll this week. But we will um, always get. Will we? Let me say. Will you always get a mid roll? Um, actually, I can answer that really quickly. You probably won't um, because it depends on if there's a campaign running. Um, for example, she says, if you leave a purposeful spot for a mid-roll, will it show up every time? And it gets back to the same thing, is that uh, that's why I, I recommend not really making a significant break in your content. I would just stop talking for a couple seconds. It could just be a natural pause, and that's where it right. goes in. Um, the other suggestion was one that Joe made earlier, is that you could do a host read. Um, that would be that break, and then you just happen to put that dynamic ad um, just before the host read or just after the host read. Um, so that would be one way of creating a break where there would always be the expectation of being able to get a get some sort of commercial sponsorship message in there, and it just so happens that it has a, maybe two all packaged into one. Um, so th- that is one option, I guess, that you could do. But, yeah, I mean, the bigger point is, um, that, Tamara, that, uh, yeah, you, you don't want to create a significant break and then have it be dead air. I know, uh, I mean, a lot of the podcasts that come out of TV shows, uh, like the Rachel Maddow show from the MSNBC, they have breaks in the content. I know of a couple of podcasts that do this where they, they have TV breaks almost or broadcast radio breaks. And there's no ads there. It just kind of like there's an exit and then there's an entrance, you know, or, or uh, a reintroduction that comes back in and it just happens and there's no ad in between that. So that's essentially what you're creating there. Um, and it can be okay if it's not too disruptive to the listening process, but it's ideal probably just to pause for a couple seconds um, and then start talking again. So it's probably the easiest answer to that. Well, anyway, well, thank you so much for listening to the Speaker Live Show. It's been great to have you along with us on the show this week. Um, I, I appreciate you spending time and joining us uh, again. Um, come back and check us out next week uh, on Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern from SpreakerLiveShow.com. And um, like I said, have a great rest of your week, and thank you so much. Thank you.